Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice. I'm Jeannie Rice, your co-host. Michael and I will share with you the wisdom of the ancient Aramaic internal process of forgiveness. We offer tools and support five days a week. We will support you in building a solid foundation within yourself to live in pure love in Aramaic Rachma. Michael is the author of Why Is This Happening to Me Again?, For more information on Michael or myself or forgiveness, please visit www.whyagain.org. And now, your co-hosts, the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael and Jeannie Rice. Hi, and welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, August the 30th, 2016. And our call-in number, at least for the next three days, is 646-200-4169. Press 1, and that puts you in queue to talk to us. And we would love to hear your comments and your questions, because that makes this your show. Now, starting Thursday, September the 1st, our call-in number is going to be, so please mark this down, 516-418-5786. 516-418-5786. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, dear heart, and welcome, everybody. We are uh, on track here at Heartland, day two of Laws of Living Intensive. Thank you to everyone who created support for Tracy's um, meditation last night. It was a pretty powerful, pretty awesome space, and... Uh, Things are just rocking here. We're moving forward with uh, laws of living. So honored and delighted to be sharing these tools with you. And we'll be filling in the intensive dynamics as they go along as we move forward. As usual, the food is awesome. Ari's down there with everybody in the kitchen just creating all these fabulous tastes. So we are blessed. We are blessed. And we're honored that you're with us today to uh, share these first century Aramaic forgiveness tools and to bring forward into the world these dynamics of, I want to say healing, but it's really not healing. It's really the dynamics of wholeness. You know, in the ancient teachings, when they talked about being holy and the, uh, the non-being mind has a cheap copy of everything that's real in the spiritual dimension. The non-being mind's cheap copy of holiness is get down on your hands and knees or get down on your knees and fold your hands and, and, and that's holiness. And I offer that's just a total fraud. That's not holiness. Some of the most unholy people are going around on their knees with their hands folded. Excuse me? If your mind's filled with hostility and fear, there's no holiness there in the sense of that cheap copy of holiness. But the real holiness is the wholeness. Those people who come from a totally connected space of being. If you hold a newborn child, you know exactly what that space of being it is. is. It is this sweet, awesome presence of love that we are each designed to live as and function out of. David Bohm, the physicist that you've heard me speak about before, as a physicist, you know, he's tied right into and right in alignment with uh, Einstein, who says, if you think you're separate or separated from the rest of humanity, you're living in an optical delusion. 
the picture world that our mind shows us reflects what we've been taught. And we've been taught you're over there and I'm over here. There's no connection between us. So I can lash out and hurt you and I'm not doing anything to myself. The truth is there is, in David Bohm's turn, terms, unbroken wholeness. Now, the regulatory speech isn't so hot on that, but, hey, that goes back 40 years or so ago, so we can, uh, we can let go of any judgment in that regard. But just the fact that he's seeing there is this connectedness. In the ancient teachings they talked about, and this isn't a religious idea, they talked about the mystical body of Christ. And that was that every one of us is a cell in one body. And when we are functioning as we are designed to as love, then that one body wakes up to the presence of love, expresses the presence of love, the energy in which we live, move, and have our being and are designed to express. When we fall out of grace, when we fall out of wholeness, then we tend to feel the pain of that loss. And most pain of that loss with alcohol, with drugs, with hatred, with vengeance, with rage, and all the hosts of drugs that this culture in particular is totally filled with. I mean, this culture is so drug-ridden, even medical doctors and university professors who work in the medical profession who've been paid for years by Big Pharma, they're coming forward and saying, we're just too drugged. We're killing ourselves with these things. You know, we need to get drug advertising off of television and back in the zero point where it belongs. And if a doctor decides that a drug is necessary, then let that doctor decide. Doctors don't need the pressure of somebody coming in and saying, oh, I saw this pill on TV. I think it might be for me. And we need to prohibit Big Pharma from spending $40,000 a year per, per doctor in order to push their products on him. That's what drug pushers do. And sadly, the pharmaceutical industry is not about creating healing. It's about creating customers. Posted on my Facebook page last week, there's a, a drug, and I, I don't even remember what it was for, but in India it costs $100 a pill. In America, it costs $80,000 a pill. Now, come on, folks. We've got to wake up and recognize what this is about. And when we come back to wholeness, what we'll find is we won't need the pharmaceutical intervention that keeps us from feeling our symptoms, but rather we will love the feelings of our symptoms because in wholeness, the symptoms are aliveness, joy, creativity, and moving forward in such an exciting way. I just, I just really loved the example that Julie gave to us yesterday. She called in a couple of days ago, and of course she's called several times and carrying this load, and her aunt, in the process of getting ready to leave her body, and it's just trauma city. And Claudia, a nice breath session, a powerful way of holding a space, Claudia Androcki and Dr. Androcki out in Pahrump, Nevada, and took her through a breathing session in which she called yesterday. If you didn't listen to that show, go back and listen. It's like, I'm not in trauma about my aunt getting ready to die. She's getting ready to die, and that's okay. I can be a space of love for her. And, in fact, we're joking and having fun, and, you know, in her lucid moments, we're, we're in love. We're in the truth of who we are as human beings. There is no requirement for anything other than the active presence of love if we do the work of reconnecting to our wholeness. You know, tomorrow we'll do Recovery Wednesday. And recovery is about recovering the being that we are, the truth of who we are, and functioning out of that. And we're designed to feel in our physiology out of our connectedness to love. When we disconnect from that and we put the thumbprints of the world, the hostility, the fear, the rage, the guilt, the grief, the drama, and the trauma into our structures, then we heal out of, or pardon me, we feel out of hostility, fear, rage, guilt, grief, drama, and trauma. And people go, boy, life is really traumatic. It's like, no, life is such an awesome, awesome, powerful gift. If you haven't seen the film, it's actually, oh, geez, I think it's 30 years old now. Uh, but um, it's called Awakenings. Robin Williams and let's see. Who, who was it, Jeannie? Oh, Robert De Niro. 
And Robert De Niro, they start out with him as a young boy, and he has an, an encephalitis attack and becomes basically a vegetable. So for 30 years, he's in this insane asylum where, you know, there are two dozen people who are all pretty much the same. They're just zombies. And Robin Williams plays the doctor, kind of a, a reclusive kind of guy, and he decides there's a solution, and he finds a solution. He actually finds, recognizes that there's a shortage in the brain because of this early stage infection that creates an Alzheimer's-like condition, and he starts giving these people L-DOPA. And the L-DOPA starts to restore their awareness. So here, after 30 years... Uh, Robert De Niro, and he plays his part so powerfully, comes out of this literal trance that he's been in where he can't speak, he can't dress himself, he can't comb his hair, he can't do anything. And all of a sudden it becomes fully functional. And it's based on a true story. Uh, I lament uh, that the doctor involved did not have the tool of forgiveness because it demonstrates very powerfully that when De Niro, and he plays it, as I say, so well, De Niro all of a sudden realizes that he's not a boy of 11 anymore. He's a man of, you know, 40. And he's attracted to a woman who he meets at the hospital and wants to enter into a relationship. And he's sharp and he's creative. And, and at one point he goes to Robin Williams and he's like, need to wake people up they, 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 life he's like life you know I've been asleep for 30 years life is just so exciting well you know everybody's walking around like they're in a trance and I mean you doctors you don't have any life doc you're a dead man and the doctor's this kind of reclusive guy who doesn't relate well to people and and De Niro is just like what a precious gift I have I have a life and so many people have forgotten. You get a chance to live as the active presence of love, and we give it up to the thumbprints of the world too easily. The beauty of understanding these tools is that the active presence of love, the state of being, is eternally shiny and new and is not touched by anything that happens to us. So it doesn't matter how much trauma, how much abuse you've been through, how much abuse you've done, what horrible, hateful, vicious, rageful things you've done or have been done to. It doesn't matter. If you choose to clean those things out, and cleaning them out means forgive. Not let other people off the hook because of what they've done, but literally remove the energetic dynamics from yourself. And when you do that, being is shiny and new again. It is fully expressive. And it's there for every one of us, 24-7, 365. And that's what we're here to restore. That's what we're here to make people aware of, give the tools, and create the support for actually experiencing that. If you haven't accessed, especially the forgiveness process, which is the core tool we teach, then we invite you to go to our website, www.whyagain.org. And the first two words at the top of the page are start here. Click it. Just click on start here. It'll open a whole series of links that will walk you right through the forgiveness process. There are at least 16 radios, or I think 17 radio shows now with one that Tim added a couple of weeks ago that are just awesome at real live people calling in with real life problems and being walked through step by step the forgiveness process. So if you've picked up the words and you've gone, oh, I don't understand, so I'm not doing them, Go listen. There's 17 hours of free instruction on how to use that sheet. It will change your life. It will change your life so dramatically you can't even think that high until you do it. Listen to Julie yesterday on the show and the shift she's gone through. Listen to Roma on the show yesterday. Listen to her two months ago and then listen to her voice. Shiny and new, standing and being. Listen to my niece, Michelle, when she called in a few weeks ago and her first calls of the trauma that she's in. She called in yesterday. Listen to her voice on the show yesterday. A live, vital, 
shiny and new presence of being in physiology. I don't care what's bothering you in your world today. I don't care how traumatic it is. I don't care how insane it is. I don't care how much you think everybody else in the world is the problem. If you'll pick the tools up, you will return to a life of being, of a bright, shiny state of love that can't be touched by the world. So that's what we're here to share with you, and we're honored and delighted that you're here to be part of it. Dr. Tim, are you with us today, and how do you be, sir? I just, I, I cannot get the studio open. Oh, okay. Jeannie has got some challenges. I don't know, Tim, if you're back there or not, but uh, Jeannie is having uh, some online challenges here. Technology, what can we say? It's so great when it works. And she's not able to open the chat room. So, or the uh, or the studio even. So I guess that's why I'm not hearing your voice because you can't get on if she can't turn you on in the studio. So, if either uh, Dr. Tim or Michelle are out there, if you wouldn't mind signing in and at least starting it up so the control panel's on, we can say hello to people. But beyond that, here we are. Well, Jean's going to keep trying to sign on, and we'll see if uh, if Tim comes uh, sailing in or maybe Michelle. And uh, beyond that, we're just moving forward with uh, stepping into the understanding of, did I hear someone back there in the background? No, I thought I did. Stepping into uh, a 16-day experiential process of using the tools. And what, what most people experience in that 16 days well, we get reports for people who need to lose weight that uh, the average person loses between 20 and 25 pounds, which is kind of a nice benefit for those who are looking to trim themselves. And for people who need to gain weight, we're told that they gain weight. So we have people who come here and, gee, you know, I've been trying and trying and trying, and all of a sudden I'm gaining weight. How cool is this? So it isn't all about diet. It's all about what happens in the mind. We're eating this awesome gourmet, vegetarian, fresh and raw food. And it's interesting to, uh, to watch diet in the world meat eaters who come here terrified. It's like, I'm, I'm not going to chew on a piece of dead cow for the next 16 days. I, 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 can't, I can't imagine that I could do that. And about the third day, they're like, my God, I'm so full. I, I, if I could eat this way all the time, if I could do this, if I prepared this at home, I'd be eating this way all the time. And of course, part of the experience of the intensive is you get to put your hands on the food, you get to understand the food, and how to put it together and make these awesome, awesome dishes. So, And we, of course, have a, a book called Recipes where we've got, oh, I think, if I remember correctly, something like 265 recipes, Jeannie. And if you're interested in recipes, the, uh, there are a few cooked recipes in the book too, but primarily it's the last 25 years of efforting uh, getting the uh, – the, the favorite recipes that have come to Heartland down pat and making them available so people can make them at home. So if, you, uh, if you're interested in that and you, uh, you don't have that available to you, then you might want to jump on the website. There's a, a link to products. And uh, the recipes book is $25. It's, it's huge. I mean, it does, it, we're not a long way from costing that much to print it. But uh, it's got a, a wealth of food information. There's a food combining chart so that introduce people how to manage their digestion by the way they combine foods. Uh, there, there's information about all the different kinds of sweeteners and what they do to the body and what goes on with them. There's, there's information. There's a gentleman who created a, uh, a chart for hot peppers that gives the heat and explains a little bit about the Scoville scale for heat on peppers. So we've, we got permission to put that in the book. Uh, the best food combining chart in the world uh, was done by a woman in South Florida that uh, gave us permission to, uh, to use that. And so we, uh, in her book, uh, let me get my brain there. Um, her book is Dining in the Raw, Cooking with the Buff. Rita Romano. And we thank you, Rita, for uh, for giving us permission. I know you did a lot of work to put that uh, food combining chart together, and so, and of course, that's part of laws of living. We look at food combining and uh, uh, nutrition. We cover every aspect of life, 
and uh, and how to make this energy system called a, a body work to its optimal potential. And so that's what we're here to support, and that's what we're here to be part of. And let's see if Dr. Tim or Michelle or Jeannie have had any luck with uh, getting the uh, control panel open. Any sign of it yet, Jeannie? We are here. Oh, all right, Tim. Thank you, sir. Not sure what's going on, but Jeannie just can't get a good enough connection to the Internet to uh, to get the uh, chat room, to get things to open today. So thank you for opening that. Is um, is Jeannie's area code 248? I'm here. Jeannie's area code is not 248. Well, that no. sounds Michelle? like Michelle. Yeah, that's me. Well, you didn't hey, have your lady, hand up, but I you? Um, I, I'm great. Um, I don't know. I, I thought maybe that you did that intentionally. I, I thought that was Jeannie's, and I'm, I'm, she didn't have her hand up, and you didn't have your hand up. But hi, Michelle. Haven't heard from you in a while. How are you? Uh, two-week countdown today till Jeannie uh, flies into Lansing, Michigan, and so I am pumped. Also on this show. Okay. Yeah, and I understand that you ladies still have a couple of spaces available for, uh, I think, three spaces for somebody who's going to stay in residence for the uh, the healing women healing women that starts on the fifteenth of September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's cool. People still considering it, so we'll um, we'll have the perfect group. I know that. I'm sure. Cool. Fabulous. Well, Dr. Tim, what's exciting in your world today? Anything uh, that you're seeing in practice that we benefit from understanding, uh, patterns, or anything to share with us? Well, it's come up several times in the past two days in different sessions that people have been getting down on themselves and using the excuse to get down on themselves that they got triggered and that they shouldn't be getting triggered because they've had these tools and they must be doing something wrong. And that prompted me to relate something that happened on Friday. I was in a training all day Friday and I had been triggered to about a level four or five emotional upset through the entire day. And the trigger was that the person doing the presentation kept saying, do as I say, not as I do. So I ended up driving home, visualizing, tapping, and breathing. It was an hour and 45-minute drive home. So by the time I got home, I was less agitated about it. And as I was getting ready for bed, realizing I had to get up early the next morning to go listen to the same presenter for another day, It all of a sudden dawned on me that I would be coaching somebody else to do something differently. So I just took a breath, and the thing that popped into my head was observation number nine on my list of observations, that I'll never be upset about something somebody's doing unless I'm judging myself negatively for doing the same or similar thing. And then this phrase kept popping into my head, He keeps saying, do as I say, not as I do. And then I just breathed and thought, okay, where is it in my life that I'm not living up to what I'm teaching other people to do, whether it's in my food selection or how many worksheets I'm doing or how quickly I respond to getting triggered. And I breathed and I laid down in the bed, did a round of tapping, went to sleep, had a wonderful night's sleep, woke up the next morning, I knew I was going back to the same presenter and my upset level never got above a two in the entire day. And I was able to be there in the moment, witness what he was doing that was, in my discernment, not productive, and just make notes about it so that just on the off chance anybody would ask me how could we improve this seminar or training, I would have some specific examples was able to sleep well on Saturday night, send a very simple email offering feedback if anybody was interested, 
and move right into a couple different places in my life. Awareness came to me, oh, this I can make a shift in. This I can move my behavior more in line with what I teach other people to do. And, and then life is better. And I actually had one person say, I don't like to hear that. I said, you don't like to hear what? I don't like to hear that you still get triggered. This person wanted to hold the fantasy that I don't get triggered, and so if they just do the work a little bit more, they'll never get triggered again. So that's been the theme for sessions yesterday and today, people who choose to use the excuse that they're beating themselves up because they got triggered rather than looking at what's the real upset within them that they might use the forgiveness process to remove. Yeah, and Tim, with uh, with anyone who beats themselves up over anything, I would venture a guess that at least 99.999% of the time, it's a power person dynamic that they're just playing out from within themselves. Their power person may be dead and gone, but if their power person beat up on them in a particular way, when they didn't perform the way they were supposed to, if they haven't gone in and resolved that power person dynamic, then they take the place of the power person and beat themselves up, just do exactly the same thing. And so it's just another topic for worksheets. It's like, okay, another layer to uh, to clear out that power person dynamic. And uh, in this space where, you know, we don't perform perfectly to approve of ourselves and hold ourselves in love and high esteem and move forward and do the next level of work. But um, there's always a power person thing in there, I think. Is that your experience? Well, yeah, and and if I can't get it, it was just a plain reality management worksheet and some rounds of tapping to dissipate the energy, then I can either do the three earliest memories of conflict or I can look for the power person dynamic or I can look at a mind shifter that it's safe and healing for me to accept myself as loving and wonderful and a work in progress. And, you know, there are a host of tools that can help me tap into the actual dynamic that's causing my upset. And what it takes is the willingness and the proper application of the right tool. I'm in full agreement on that one. That's it. And, you know, it's just, it's like just as, as sure as night follows day, if someone will do their work, Trauma will become a thing of the past. It's just like, you know, it's it's just not a necessity unless we determine that it is a necessity, and then we can do it as long as we want. But once we decide to let go of it, once we decide to forgive, that is, go inside and remove that dynamic, it just disappears from life. It's just, um, again, it's, it's, it's so amazing. It's as night follows day that those things just disappear. So... Very cool. Do we have anything happening in the chat room or anything happening in the phone queue with anybody with a hand up? Well, the chat room hasn't been opened yet. I'll try opening that, see if any stragglers come in. But we have a hand up again, area code 707. I'm not sure if it's the last, the same one who was calling from yesterday, but 707, you're in the air. Yeah, it's me. How are you guys doing today? Hey there, young lady. We're rocking. Doing well, thank you. And just that was such a delightful call yesterday. Just so awesome what you're doing. Well, thank you. And I hope what I have to say today adds to it. Um, I received a text from my cousin this morning stating, I love you. I, um, Mom is in crisis. I'm here to be with her. So my initial thought is, okay, is she in crisis because today she was going to tell her that she was going to a care home for hospice, or is she in medical crisis and dying? And my initial uh, reaction was to want to be emotionally upset, that imprintedness that has always been with me for so many years. And Almost as fast as it was there, it was gone. And I just took the essence of love. I held my cousin from a distance in this because she didn't want to respond to me, uh, you know, medical or not. And um, I realized it's her show and it's okay. 
and that, you know, Auntie was the one that was, whoops, I dropped my phone. Auntie was the one that's going to be leaving us, and it's okay, and I'm all right with it. And my heart, like, stayed on. It it wanted, because I'm still used to old ways, started to go, okay, I'm going to dim out on you. And I'm like, no, something happened in me, and my heart, like, just started to glow again. And I like that term because I can really relate to it. So I am going to ask great term. that everybody please hold my aunt in space for her. She will transition somewhere in the next few hours. Um, we're not going to even be able to get her to her care home. So um, that's a blessing uh, because she's not had to suffer for long. And everything I went through with Claudia on, on the still point, I mean, I, I can't wait to do more, and I realize that there's always a lot of healing to do and all, but it gave me the foundation, and now I know what to look for. I know what to feel, and my heart's opening again, and it's been closed for years, you know, for varying reasons, and they don't matter. The point is, is my heart light turned back on? That's awesome. Great way to say it. My heart light turned on. Yay. That's powerful. And we turn our heart lights on and aim them toward your aunt and your cousin and yourself and hold you in that space that the highest and best outcome as she transitions, that she's got support for going to the next level of her eternal life, that your cousin who's, you know, doesn't have the tools, so might be in some trauma that she feels supported and cared for and nurtured and, We'll just hold the space and join you in that. And also, if I can ask that we hold a space for my sister-in-law who passed from Legionnaire's disease on Saturday, so for her family. I've had three deaths in seven days. And you know what? They're happy, and I'm happy. And that's how I kind of look at it because of what I've been through. So um, I can't say thank you enough, especially to Claudia, and and the and the class and Dr. Andraki and you guys, um, I every day is just a new adventure and and, and um, going forward with all of the the tools available and I made a turn so that's it. Well, congratulations for picking up your human life again. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, living's kind of cool, isn't it? It's awesome. I mean, it's awesome unless we decide we've got other plans, you know. And, of course, the world teaches us to make other plans, and the game is overcoming the other plans. And, you know, it was was such – if you haven't seen this movie, Awakenings, you'd really enjoy it. It's very powerful. And just the scene where Robert De Niro, who's literally been a vegetable for 30 years, and he comes back, Mm -hmm. and he's like he's realizing what he's got. You know, he can remember being a kid, but 30 years is gone, and he's like – you people, you're all asleep. You have a life. <laughs> it's just, it's a really great scene. Really great scene. And he's explaining uh, to the doctor who helped him recover, you know, man, dead, wake up. You've got a life. Uh, I'll anyway, have to watch that. That sounds exciting. like it would be it great. Very powerful so, film. Anyways, Very powerful. Um, yeah, um, and so with all of this that's been going on, and I also have to give credit to Yeshua. He's been a pretty oh, phenomenal guy through this, too. Oh, oh. Hey, you know, I feel so blessed that I got to play with him in the first with his first century Aramaic words and come to understand this. You know, rest assured, it all came from the first century Aramaic. I wish my brain were bright enough to have made all this up. And I just happen to have, and, and I, I thank my lucky stars often for, I don't know what I did to get to deserve to do this, but to have accessed that first century understanding that just takes things to such a space and such a level, it's, it's beyond words. So I join you in that thanks to Yeshua for sure, absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, All right, young lady. Well, I thank you go. for sharing that with us. That's just a great inspiration for everybody, especially, you know, one of the, one of the challenges in doing this is most people have tried so many things. Well, I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried, but, you know, if I try with things that don't work, of course I'm not going to produce the result. 
So when somebody makes that kind of a, a, a shift and that creates that kind of an opening in their lives, as you have, and shares it, it's an inspiration for everybody to get, oh, I could actually do this. And that makes all the difference sometimes, all the difference. So thank you, thank you, thank you. May I share something? Um, the word try is something that I have used, and I consider it the same definition as fail. Now, that's my yep. personal opinion. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. When I quit trying and when I quit fighting the system, the tools, um, and everything, um, but I, I managed to keep up my work some days more than others. I, once you just let it go, it happens, and it yeah. comes to you, and 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 all of a sudden you go, oh wait a minute, this is a aha moment or a tada moment. And wait a minute, and here it's happening again. So I just quit trying, and I just let it come at me, and that's what helped work for me. Um, So if it helps for others, go for it. Fabulous. And we hold the space that, you know, there's a thing that The Course in Miracles talks about, and that's the transferability of understanding. So we hold the space that you're able to transfer this whole piece of work that you've done in this opening to every other scenario in your life. And you've processed some of them on the show in the past, and we've processed some of them personally, and we just hold the space that uh, you can transfer this understanding to each of those situations and, and do the same thing because it applies everywhere. Well, so far, so good. I'm not going to argue it. That's for darn sure. All right. Oh, gosh. Anyway, Michael, Jeannie, Dr. Tim, and everybody, thank you for holding my Aunt Ellie in a space. And um, blessings to all, but I have got to run. I've got an appointment here, and got to get okay. that taken care of and get Be home blessed. and get ready right. to go north. Okay. Thank Travel you. Travel safely, and Aunt Bye-bye. Ellie, we hold you in our hearts. All righty. Blessings. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Blessings. So let's keep those Leaves heart lights turned on. Mm. Great way to say it. Great way to say it. And I am just so, it just resonates such gratitude in me to, to be part of it. Such gratitude. Thank you. It's a wonderful All thing. Right. Well, it, you know, it's like doesn't get better than this. Doesn't get better than this. You know, it's like each time something like that happens, it's like you know, some of this work has been in my own process. Years of struggle, years of oh god, crazy stuff. But getting it down to the point of really understanding it and and being able to actually hand it to somebody else in a way that they can work it, that they don't have to spend 50 years to understand it. They can just take it and go to work. It's like, how cool. And, you know, that we've talked about that parable before, and it fits right here once again. And it's, uh, to me, it's a good reminder is that parable that uh, Yeshua tells about the, the guy who goes to work for the farmer in the field. And, you know, he goes in at eight o'clock in the morning, he agrees on a wage and he goes to work and, at noon, somebody else comes into the field and he goes to work. And at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, somebody comes in and goes to work in the field. And at 4 o'clock, the farmer hires another worker. At 5 o'clock, it's quitting time, and everybody goes to get their pay, and the farmer gives them all exactly the same pay. And the guy who went in at 8 o'clock is like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What, what? I, I worked, I sweated, I toiled through the hot sun all day, and you're going to give the guy that only worked an hour the same as me? And the farmer says, well, I, I gave you what I agreed to, didn't I, what we agreed to? Is, weren't you happy with that? Well, well, yeah, but you're getting – it's like, you know, if I choose to give in abundance, I give in abundance. And, you know, the early adopters of this work, it takes some – Sometimes some struggle and some hard knocks and and working through things. But to me, it's just such an honor to be able to have synthesized it, to have spent all those years. You know, my my part in the the process of working with the Kabor's manuscript is that, you know, the translators translated it. 
Dan, my former partner, synthesized it. If there was a conflict, it went back out. And once everybody, 25 translators, once they all agreed, okay, then we agree we've got probably a proper translation. But there's one final test. It has to go into the classroom and produce the result. And that's the part I got to play. I'm taking it into the classroom and learning how to put it together in a way that we could hand it to somebody and, you know, and move forward. And so it's just uh, so much appreciation for that. What an opportunity. It's like every minute of struggle and effort has been, is totally worthwhile to hear one person tell the story that Julie just told us. It's just, hmm. So sweet. So let us see if there's anybody in the chat room with anything happening or anybody in the phone queue with a hand up. Well, the chat room is still in a techno limbo. And we had somebody with a hand up. Yeah, we had somebody with a hand up, but they've dropped off, so we have plenty of time. 646-200-4169 for today and tomorrow only. Press 1, and we'll see that your hand is up, and we'll announce you by your area code. We have. I love the way you handled that yesterday, Tim, of uh, let's see if we can wear this number out before we're finished with it. That was cute. <laughs> Very cool. That was great. I loved it. Let's see if we can really wear it out. So, And then that new number, of course, will come in Thursday. When you So when you call into the Thursday show, uh, let go of the 646 number, and the new number is going to be 516 Four one eight five seven eight six. So as of Wednesday sh- or Thursday show. So tomorrow will be the last day we get to really, you know, get some mileage out of that six four six number. And on Thursday, uh, it'll be five one six four one eight five seven eight six. And also now, with the fact that we have our own uh, channel on Blog Talk, we were under Earth Angels Radio, uh, and we couldn't do. At least we never understood how to do the podcasting uh, as easily as it can be done now. So if you have iTunes, we're already there. You can go and listen to all of our archives, and we'll be we're working on transferring the archives over to this new station. But if you have any kind of a, a podcast app on your phone, then you just go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mindshifters Radio, that's plural, M-I-N-D-S-H-I-F-T-E-R-S Radio, and you just sign up for the podcast and you'll automatically have it delivered to your inbox in your podcast program. So that's going to be uh, make it easier and get things rocking and so all things moving forward. So 646-200-4169, if you have a question or a thought for us, if you just uh, push one if you're in the phone queue or if you're out there in uh, on one of those stations that we don't have access to in our control panel or you're in the chat room and the chat room isn't operating today for some reason, then just call that number, push one. If you're in the phone queue and you push one, you'll be talking to us. And uh, we would love to... Uh, support your understanding of this work and your ability to really truly bring the work into perspective in your life, in your world, with the opportunities that you have, and uh, make transitioning to higher and higher states of awareness easy and doable. So so anything happening there, Tim, with the uh, chat room or chat room's still down. So with the phone queue, I guess, yeah. that's all we've got to look to now. Well, while we wait for someone to put their hand up, I've just had the thought several times, the images in my head of the story you tell of the person who was absolutely convinced that you could not remove a parking lot, an asphalt parking lot can't be done. And he called the company that was advertising it and got all upset. Why are you advertising this? I know it can't be done. And the guy said, what are you talking about? He said, well, I know for a fact you can't remove an asphalt parking lot because I've been trying for 15 years. And the asphalt parking lot removal guy said, well, what do you mean you've been trying? He's, 
He said, well, for the last 15 years at the lunch break, I've sent every one of my employees out to the parking lot with a toothpick to try to get rid of that driveway, and it hasn't worked. And the guy from the asphalt driveway removal company said, well, sir, I have a bulldozer, and if you tell me you want your driveway gone, it'll be done tomorrow afternoon. The moral of the story... Got to have the tools. <laughs> the, parallel, the parallel meaning to that story is, with the proper tools, it, the work you make light work of it. Yep. So, so we did have a hand go up. We have 808 back on the call, and uh, Roma, you're in the air. Great. Thank you. Yeah, um, the food. Um, there was a conversation I mentioned yesterday on Facebook about... <clears throat> Addictive substances among marijuana specifically. But uh, when you think about it, we are addicted to food. But it's, you know, there's no way you can be in a human body without being addicted to gravity and air and food and sleep, you know. Um, but these are addictions. Well, whoa, 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 Sure. Let's let's start off by defining addiction. You know, I love what Socrates said. Let me define the words and I'll end the argument. So a lot of people are conflicted over words because they don't have the same definitions. So remember that in the context of this work, addiction is the compulsive use of any person, place, circumstance, substance, or activity in order to avoid hearing and following our highest guidance or in order to avoid feeling and dealing with what's going on inside of us. So okay. gravity isn't addicting. It's just part of life. Food isn't addicting. It's just part of life. It's, it's what we do. We, we eat. If we eat in order to hide our guidance or hide our pain, then it's an addiction. But to eat is not an addiction. It's just when we use those things in order to either hide or avoid. Good. That's when they yeah. become addictions. And, of course, we can, okay. and, and we can use anything, you know, uh, television, you know, reading books, uh, you know, running off and hiding in the bedroom can be an addiction. And when we wake up and handle well, the pain... Well, repeat the words, if you would, please, repeat the words that, that draw the distinction between what I was perceiving and how you define which is something about avoiding the, the, the phrase, the last okay. phrase about avoiding so, feeling. So, so addiction is the compulsive use. You know, somebody can have a glass of wine and they're not addicted to it. They have a glass of wine. It's the compulsive use of any person, place, substance, circumstance, or activity to do one of two things. One is to avoid our higher guidance. Some people have called it conscience. So when, when, when my carbon-based memory has said, ah, let's go out and sock it to them, and my conscience says, Michael, you're a human being. You don't need to be socking anything to anybody. You need to function as a presence of love. I can shut that up with a fifth of scotch. And then somebody can feel good about going ahead and battering somebody else. So that would be addiction. So it's it's that avoidance of our higher guidance that creates stress and to anesthetize that stress or to hide and anesthetize the pain that we feel so we don't have to deal with it. The majority of people in my experience uh, use addictive substances or situations in order not to feel their pain. And for the person who's in a lot of pain, who's locked into addiction, when they apply the tools and let go of that pain, then everything changes, and it becomes a whole different game. Yeah. I remember at Heartland back in the 90s um, being surprised and shocked that I was holding in, one, in the palm of one hand some sprouts, some live food, and that that was all I needed for the entire day mm -hmm. because there's so much energy in just that amount of food, just what I could hold with one hand. Um, Did you see the tray of sprouts that I took a picture of 
I and certainly posted did. on Facebook the other day. <laughs> now that's yeah. our Heartland. You know, we manufacture that Heartland yeah. Otter Sprouter, and right. that tray weighed almost 25 pounds, and it oh came from gosh. four ounces of seeds. Isn't that amazing? And those things were so vital and so alive. Oh. Oh, it's gosh. just amazing. That was just. <laughs> And Ari has been experimenting, and he found a way. You know, we've been growing those for years, but he's found a new way to approach doing them. And they just grew and grew. And, you know, when you put sprouts in the fridge, they stop growing, usually. These yeah. sprouts did not stop growing when we well, put them in the fridge. In the what corn. was his secret they just kept discovered? What, what did well, he discover? Well, what, what he's been doing, we've been doing a couple of things. In our auto sprout machine, we put ozone. And yeah. before he starts growing them, he mm-hmm. sprays them with uh, with hydrogen peroxide, with a mild mix of hydrogen peroxide. And mm-hmm. then, st- instead of normally what we used to do is spread them out all over the tray. Now, what he's discovered is it's like these guys like community. And he, he just stacks them up in a pile in the center of the tray, and they just go to town and start growing. I mean... Oh. And, and like that tray of sprouts, from seed, total dry seed, to that 25-pound tray of sprouts where the sprouts were, and, and they were, you know, usually when they get big like that, they're kind of bitter uh-huh. and, uh, and hard to yeah, chew. Right. These sprouts uh-huh. were eight inches long, and they were sweet and juicy and easy to chew. I mean, they were awesome. Wow. And so that's the secret. Oh. Yeah, pretty amazing. amazing. Yeah, wow. yeah. Huh. yeah. But the alive, no, you know, I, I don't know what the what the numbers would be today, uh-huh. and I think that especially with some of the crazy stuff that the government's doing with food, you know, I mean, we're oh, discovering yeah. if, things like uh, you know rat meat being brought in from China and being sold in American restaurants as as boneless chicken, chicken wings. Uh, we're we're seeing. Um, Tilapia being brought from places like Vietnam, where they're grown in human feces and waste and mud, and the last two weeks they they uh, put them in fresh water to clean them out, and they're selling them as fish in America. and And the government is getting ready to remove. There's, there's legislation before the Congress right now to remove all country of origin information about all food, so you won't know where anything comes from. And I think it's kind of, uh, you know, an inspiration for people to go, hmm, maybe I need to start to get back to responsibility for my own food, just like I need to get back to responsibility for my own life. And the right. people who are going to really carry forward are going to do that. And so the auto sprout machine is something that uh, we're looking to uh, to really put into production and make available to people in the future. Oh, well, that would be a great. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it, we actually... You know, we had a, a, an auto strut machine that someone had donated to us 20 years ago. And we had a problem with the part. Pardon me? I think that was me. That donated the auto strut machine? Yeah, no. it had three layers. No, no, no. This is a, a big sprouting machine that actually it was Tony Tony. It was huge. It was like 20, 20, 20 by 20. It, yeah, well, I well anyway, whoever, somebody donated it 20 years Tony, ago. From, yeah. Well, it came from Tony Tony. And, oh, oh. Um, well, I had one like oh, that. Oh. I think I must have ordered one. Anyway. Oh, on. really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, anyway, had it in, I had um, it in Hana. Uh, okay, well, go, go, I've never it's seen fine. it. But anyway, great. Anyway, your point. Anyway, a part went bad, and we contacted the manufacturer and ordered the part. And he said, by the way, if you know anybody that you know wants to buy the company, I'm getting old, and I'm not going to build them anymore. So the company's for sale, and we bought it lock, stock, and barrel. And so oh, we manufactured them here at Heartland. Yeah, oh, yeah it's fantastic. now a Heartland company. Now, we don't have anybody currently working on that. We'd love for somebody to come and partner with us and take that project over because I think it's the food of the future. You know, uh, they, yeah. they did research, and I don't know exactly what uh, – what it would be today, but back when I first started sprouting, you know, 40 years ago, uh, somebody had done some research, and I think the number was 53 cents, that you could get every nutrient you needed, proteins, amino acids, everything right. you needed for 53 cents a day out of sprouts. It might be $2 today, but, you know, it's pretty awesome nutrition, pretty tasty. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. I remember how shocked I was when the when the government made it illegal to have alfalfa sprouts in salad bars anymore. Did you know they did that? Uh, That's why I we don't have alfalfa that, sprouts and salad bars anymore. 
I don't I don't know what their reasoning was, but they make up all kinds of silly reasons for what they do. Yeah. Well. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, huh. so you bought the company? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's part of Heartland. We actually have a, a building on the property that's designed just for building the sprouters. Oh my gosh. So, but we don't have anybody building them right now. So, you know, it's a sort of okay, an unfolding well, you're, project. You're throwing the seeds out into the universe. That's it. Sprouting. Somebody will show up and with their hands. Waving, saying, hey, I'm it, I'm it. <laughs> That's the plan. That's great. That's great. All right. Okay. And if anybody wants to see the Heartland Auto Sprouter, they can go to our website and just put in Auto Sprout, and uh, hmm. it'll take you to the page. There's a picture of it and explanation and all of that. But it'll grow, oh, 15 to, uh, you know, 5 to 25 pounds of sprouts every other day once you get it started. As mm-hmm. I said, the ones that uh, we took the picture of and put on Facebook, uh we're uh, we're seven days to uh, to that stage, and mm-hmm. so and the hydrogen peroxide was a low level or or a high level. Yeah, just a three. No, just a, a real light spray, three like percent of a uh, food yeah. food grade. Three percent. You food buy that in the, yeah. in the in the um, in the drugstore, right? It's the thirty. Not in a million years, no, no. Oh, you not don't. Not in a million years. Three no, percent. No, 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 don't ever. Don't ever do that if you're going to put it anywhere near or in or on your body. Yeah. Um, I haven't looked at it for years, but when I first started using hydrogen peroxide, which is about uh-huh. 30 years ago, uh-huh. uh, I did research. And the, back then, there was only one company that didn't put mercury in their peroxide. Oh, my God. Really? So when you go to the drugstore and you buy mercury that you're going to put on your little kid's cut, you're rubbing, or pardon me, with uh-huh. two pipes. Uh, well, um, hydrogen peroxide, you're rubbing mercury on your little kids, and mercury oh is God. just one of the most toxic substances on the planet. Don't ask me how, you know, it's just like with uh, with vaccines, the same thing. You know, it's crazy, but that's what what's being done. But, yeah, you have to do fruit, food grade. We yeah, do food well, grade uh, for the spray, uh-huh. and then you can actually on Amazon, it's just a good piece of information I have for $80, you can buy an ozone generator. It's a small machine that's designed to use in your kitchen. We we wash and soak everything in uh, in um, ozone. You just yeah. push a button and it generates the ozone, cleans, washes. Right. It's fabulous. So I bought it eight years ago, and I ozonate cool. my water. I go to the Eau Valley yep. and get the pure water that has just nice. um, that, yeah. And then I bring it home, ozonate it, and alkalize it. So, yeah, I've had that. And that machine, you know, the man who recommended it, he said, this is the greatest buy of the century because it's like, it what, is. $65 or no something, and it, and it lasts forever. Yep. It's still going strong. Yep. I mean, it's eight years old, and it's yep. still going strong. Yep. Yeah, so food-grade hydrogen peroxide, where do you get that? Uh, health food stores, or you can get it online. You can get it on Amazon. Hmm. Okay. Well, okay. And also, yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what? Complete. You're done. Okay. All right. Well, aloha, everyone. Aloha. Be well. <laughs> Be in touch. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. So our calling number is 646-200-4169. If we can support you with any of this conversation, you know, the the whole food game is an important and becoming more important to take responsibility for your food with the uh, all the, the gyrations that are happening in the culture around food. It's just bizarre, just beyond bizarre. And I just got the signal that we're down to about 90 seconds, so I'm going to say thank you, everybody, for your participation. And uh, Dr. Tim, thank you for your support for jumping in there and getting the uh, the control panel up and operating. In the meantime, we are underway with Laws of Living. If you're not too far away and you want to get in, we've still got space. We're just getting started. So if you showed up a day or so late, we can catch you up, and we've got space in the intensive for participants. And it's looking like there's a possibility we will do a, a Laws of Living class in Florida this year again, along with probably codependence. I'm not sure, but uh, we're looking at that as possibilities. And so all things moving forward, if you're interested in either of those things, let us know. And uh, if there's a particular intensive, you know, we actually haven't done a Course in Miracles intensive and we haven't done a uh, 
a uh, an intuitive development intensive in a few years. So if there's enough interest, we'll schedule those. And so let us know what you want and where you'd like to go next. And we're delighted and honored that you're with us. And we support you in creating the best year yet of your eternal life. It's an awesome gift to give the world. Blessings. Thank you for listening to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice, and myself, Jeannie Rice, as we present the Internal Aramaic Process of Forgiveness. We are here every Monday through Friday from 1 to 2 o'clock Eastern Time on Earth Angels Radio. For more on Michael, myself, or Aramaic Forgiveness, please visit www.whyagain.org. That's www.why. A-G-A-I-N dot org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.